was the night before the Europa League <laughs> semi-final and all the children gathered. Wow! As the Queen says, good evening. Hmm. Good Let's evening. to the subjects. PG, welcome back in the house. Hola, hello. Good evening. PG tips Amanda, a.k.a. Kelvin Lewis's daughter. <laughs> He's very excited about coming on. Not long now. We're going to reveal all of that tomorrow. Mm. Tomorrow so we, we do that. Just in case we lose or we don't play well, we're going to give the, the, the kids a big <laughs> surprise about what we're doing next week and the week after. Hola, well, everybody. Welcome back. To the pod, my brother from another podcast, Mother Mr. Super Kev, Super Kevin Campbell. I'm loving the swag this week, Kevin. I mean, you know, you're always looking cool, but that's that's a good I like that top tonight. You look like you're ready to get in the trenches. You look like you're ready to fight the good fight. All of it. Got to, got to be ready with this Arsenal. There we come on. They drive us mad. Is anyone nervous yet, or is everyone feeling good? As Michael Bublé once sang. I'm a little good. bit nervous. I'm a little bit good. nervous. <laughs> I knew that was good. Okay, I love it. But you know, PGs are going to be nervous. <laughs> yeah. the PG tips. Yeah. I mean, she can't. She needs can't a be cupper. Already. She needs a cupper, doesn't she? She needs a cupper. Get the kettle on, Kev. Get yeah. the kettle on. After the day Ma I've had. It. Microwave the water, yeah. Oh, yeah, like Magic Mike. Ma no, Magic after the Mike, day yeah. I've had, I need vodka and I don't even really drink. Before anyway. we, we move ahead, good evening to all the squaddies in the house, by the way. And I, I apologise in advance because I can't remember if it was Matthew Hudson or Matty Kay or either one of those. But you guys sent me this about 10 days ago and I promised to put it up and I haven't yet just because the European Super League happened and life and all that other crap. So we had to deal with all of that. But check this out, you guys. <laughs> I love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love the way they've done your hair. <laughs> but it's the samurai sword. I know. Yeah. It looked like I'm going to brock the neck. <laughs> and you it looks like I'm getting stabbed I'm with the sword. The oh. neck, yeah. <laughs> you know what I've noticed? They put a microphone in front of me. That's quite funny because it is mine, isn't it? My headset. I love it because yeah. Ke Kev's got his hat on, his dicky bow Thursday. Yeah. I mean, captured brilliantly, by the way. Absolutely. Really good, that. Really good. Really good, that. So thank you. And oh, I love I'm, it. I'm already, I'm apologizing. So whoever it was, let me know. And. Uh, it is brilliant artwork. And Matty K, clearly that wasn't you. That's amazing. So I'm thinking it was Matthew. <laughs> it wasn't me. I'm not that talented. Or was it Darren? I keep saying that. Oh, Maybe. Casey's hands look like they want to brock the neck. Or I'm going to brock the neck. It's either he wants to strangle me or Amanda, but he ended up on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Sophie, I could tell her I ain't messing with you with that sword. <laughs> no. <laughs> dangerous. Oh, dangerous just, ads. Too good, too good. Oh. Um, so, yes, whoever that, whoever sent that, um, thank you so much. And I'm going to go back and look through all the emails because, as you can imagine, I've got to go back. And we do get a lot of emails, but I'm going to do that uh, just to make sure that um, we thank the right person. But if you're listening, do let us know. All right. Another laundry list out the way because I didn't do it last night because uh, it was a big show. We were busy wheeling and dealing and selling players and buying players. But Mr. Kanu is up for grabs this week from Football Prizes. Go grab your ticket. 
before Jags wins it. Okay. <laughs> we all need to stroke Jags, don't we? Oh, for yeah. the lottery, honestly. Yeah. yeah. We decided not to stroke him for the Europa League because we didn't want to <laughs> jinx anything. So, you know, that's how we're that's how we're rolling. Right. The, Jags the lottery is will do. The lottery yeah. will do. <laughs> Kev, I got his picture with the um the super the Fab Four back four. Uh, he, and he's got his kids in there. I don't know if they're his kids or his siblings or whoever. I mean, he looks really young to have kids. Kudos to him. But it's a great shot. And we're going to be talking to Jags uh, at, on Friday at the beginning of the show. And guess what he's done? He's put a Word document together to illustrate to all the squaddies how he's won his football prizes memorabilia. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You know what's worse about that? As soon as you try and do it, it never works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, let's get on with the show this evening. Big game tomorrow night, you guys. We're here for a half hour more this evening. We want to get everyone out to watch the second half of the Champions League, of course. And if you're watching on replay, thanks for joining us. I'm going to read some stats out to you guys before we start talking about stuff. And then at the end of the show, uh, PG is going to share a little Arsenal experience with you guys. But let's get to it. All right. Arsenal have beaten Villarreal twice in the Champions League, one being in that semi-final, of course, in 05 and 06. Um, but this can be a more different side <laughs> to that side, as we all know. In the last two Europa League seasons, Arsenal are unbeaten in 10 away games, okay? They've won six of their last seven European ties away from the Emirates. This is why I was saying on last night's show, we got a bag in two or three goals because our home form sucks, all right? Uh, and although scoring goals in the Premier League has been rough, listen to this stat, you guys. The Gunners have scored 17 goals in six away ties under Mikel Arteta. That's where we can score the goals. We can't do it in the Premier League, but we do it in the Europa League. So we're proving once again that we are a really good cup side. Villarreal have scored, I think, 50 goals in La Liga versus our 44 goals in the Premier League. Um, so, look, I think this matchup is pretty even. Kev watches Villarreal. For those that missed the show last night, we said we'd get stuck into this a little bit more today. Kev, let the troops know where the pitfalls are for tomorrow night. Despite the stats and facts, I just spouted at everybody. Well, the, look, the pitfalls are at the top end of the pitch for Villarreal. They're, they're very good up front. Um, got players in abundance who could score goals. Um, was worried about Chukwueze, who is their right winger, playing against Xhaka. If that's the case, we're going to need Gabriel behind him because this, this, this guy's a flying machine. Uh, Gerard Moreno's got 20 goals this season. He's, I think it's the second or third season in a row where he's got um, late teens, early 20s. So he's a definite threat. Um, they've, they've, got, they've got quality all over the pitch. Mm -hmm. But it's just like us under Emery. I don't rate them at the back. And we, they will give us chances. They really will. And if we half turn up, I fancy us to score a couple of goals. Is someone fr trying to free Super Kevin Campbell, Amanda? Why? Did you hear him? Yes. Oh, He's okay. <laughs> you just froze for a second. Oh Kev. no, I can't. I heard him. Oh, okay, right, keep going, keep going. Then. Uh, keep going. Uh, oh, I finished. I just, uh, <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> oh, now he has frozen. Yeah, he's frozen. Uh, Move your face, Kev. I think we're alone now. Now. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be anyone around. Well, I'm moving on mine, I can tell you that much. Not about yours, I'm moving I on love mine. It. He's speaking and it's it's not in sync. <laughs> okay, so I want to get your guys' starting team because Amanda, there's been some uh reports today. Major developments. Major developments because on last yeah. night's show we were all worried about Eddie and Ketia maybe starting up front tomorrow night, which nobody wants. Oba might be available, Lacker might be available, David Louise and Tierney. Two season ending injuries, supposedly. What's happening? Well, the thing is, even if they're in training, they're not going to be match fit. And I'm sure Lacazette can't be fit. But it's fantastic news that he's back. Maybe he's in training for next week, all of them. Um, but you know what? He's got to go for it tomorrow night. We have to get some goals. You know what I always say. I much prefer playing the away leg um, second. Unfortunately, we haven't got that this time. So we need to get two or three goals. <laughs> we really do. Because by what I'm hearing, Villarreal are a decent side. Do you think Arteta's yeah. bluffing like um, curve, um, curved glass? By the way, curved no. glass. Do you think he's bluffing, Kev? Do you no. think he's trying to put the opposition off? Well, we're going to find out tomorrow, aren't we? Look, at the end of the day, you've got to try and do anything to make them think. Mm -hmm. but, but I don't see what he would gain by coming out and saying it if the players weren't in contention. Because we've seen Aubameyang is training, you know. He's not going to say Tierney's in contention if he's not. It, that, that, to me, don't make sense. It's mm -hmm. usually, usually a straight shooter on, on, on things like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, they, they, can, they can concede goals too. There's no doubt about that. Um, Kev, wanted to ask you this. It's coming from Archangel too. Do you, why would you take those risks? Keep Ober on the bench if we need him to come into the game. Do you start Martinelli up front? What, what does your starting 11 look like for tomorrow? Um, I'm, 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 I'm in two minds about Leno. I'm, I'll be honest with you. Really? Goal. Yeah, I am. I am. You know, listen, you can't have a goalkeeper who's going to cost you. He'll probably, he'll probably get the nod. But I mean, mm -hmm. I, I would be in two minds about him. Um, I, I, I probably think Chambers will start. Kev, can, um, can I just interrupt for one second? Because I want to ask yeah. you, if you're a player and you're in that squad, because you have your own personal feelings in your mind, you know, do you, are you hoping that the manager plays Ryan versus Leno? Because you think that's no, going to be the no, best it's, it's, it's. I think at the end of the day, when you're a player, you, you, you trust the manager's uh, selection. Because mm -hmm. look, everybody's pros, everybody could play play well it's just Leno's cost us at times so whoever listen uh, like I said last night whoever Arteta decides to go with as long as uh, as long as they go out and perform I don't I don't care mm -hmm. but me personally I'm thinking as a fan I'm like that about Leno because I mean that goal against Everton was was a, was, was a disgrace yeah, and and he hasn't played since, and this is going to be the first game back. And you say throw him back into the frying pan, but this is our biggest game all year, Amanda. Are you starting Leno, or are yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent starting Leno. 
Um, it, Matty Ryan hasn't played enough for us. I don't want to throw him in like that. And I think Leno needs this. What What would it say to him? Because he made a mistake, because goalkeepers do. Um, if we dropped him for Villarreal and put Matty Ryan in. You, well, I, he, I'm, cost, I'm sorry. he cost the game, so it would be... He's costing games, Pete. Yeah. Let's, no, let's well, not, let's let not, one no, goal no. in. What no, about? It's not just one goal. It's not more than one goal in. No, no. Okay, he cost us the game against Everton. I disagree with because at the end of the day, we should have scored. We should have been able to score more than one goal against Everton, and we didn't. We missed our chances. Uh, VAR had a part to play as well, so you could say that. Yeah, and did it wasn't he, even a penalty. Did he muck up? No, I know that, but did yeah, he muck so, up? Yeah, no, he but, did. Yeah, did he muck up? Yeah. Well, they do. They do. Goalkeepers do. Yeah, but no, the best goalkeepers don't. I've seen De Gea don't. do that. No, the oh, best goalkeepers on. don't, PG. Come on now. The best goalkeepers Listen, don't. I think, I think, you're, I, I think you're, trying to def, you're trying to defend him, okay? And it's I get that. It's not that I'm I trying to defend him. I just want to play the best goalkeeper for tomorrow night. But and right now, me, he, he might not be the best goalkeeper in you got to play it's not about playing the best goalkeeper you play the goalkeeper who's in form who's fearless it's the same thing with up front Aubameyang's had malaria Lacazette's had a hammy is it right to start them against Villarreal look what happened to Tottenham again with Harry Kane he wasn't fit he couldn't play no, that God. game no, he's, no their, one else. he's their no but he's their best player no they could they could have had other options but they, they chose could. exactly Kev so is Arteta going to get lambasted? Because I guarantee you here, 99.99% he will play Why Leno. are you afraid of that? You've got to play the form players. It's the same thing with going to the Euros or the World Cup. I never get this pick your best players. No, you pick the hot players, the form players. Well, the best and players gets... were the, the informed players. Yes, of not course. Not always. But... No, Aubameyang's our best striker, but he's not our inform player right now. But he'll he's... still play him. If he was fit tomorrow night, he'd be playing. Yeah, but there's a difference between the guy. Okay, Leno's saves have saved us as much as Aubameyang's goals have saved us too, right? But the problem is, is Leno's been playing consistently. Aubameyang hasn't. He's been out. He's had lots of issues. He's chopped and changed. I mean, it's not the same because... Eventually, has... we're the best for him. Yes. Okay, he... so so what we're saying is that most people I can see in chat want Matty Ryan to start. Do you two want Matty Ryan to start no, tomorrow I've, night? PG, I've said to you, if, if, please listen to what I'm saying. I said, me personally, I'm like that on Leno, but uh, right. Arteta will probably play him. Yeah, he will, yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying me personally, that's all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, Alisson, well, Alisson's had his own issues this season and we've seen some changes. You know, sometimes managers have cup um, goalkeepers and then they have Premier League goalkeepers. I mean, there's no doubt that Leno's our number one but when you are trying to win a European trophy, you have to also make really ruthless and tough decisions as a manager. For example, are you going to play Cedric at right back or are you going to play um, Chambers, Kev? Because he's not and he shouldn't play Xhaka at left back. Give me that back line and how you see that. I personally think Chambers, Chambers will play and we might see Cedric at left back because I think this is too important a game to have Granit Xhaka out of position. That's just my personal choice. I think we need Xhaka beside Partey in the centre. Absolutely. Of the I agree with that. I'm hoping 100%. he will do Cedric on the left and Chambers on the right. I really yeah. do. But I just saw a quote from someone saying, I'm reluctant to criticise players. No, but but they, they um, said something no. nice at the end of it. 
They said, no, no, it's fair, fine. Point, fair enough. But do yes, they not what? listen to me when I slag off players? It's bizarre. I will slag them off if they need it. But at the moment, he made a mistake. It happens. All right. So who are anyway. you playing? So I think we all agree that Chambers yeah. at right back. Are we playing Rob Holding and Pablo Mari in the centre? I, I personally think I, I personally think he's going to play Gabriel with um, with Holding because I don't with, like with, that with, combo. No, I know, but listen, they, they've got they 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 stretch you, and we're going to need some speed at the back. Trust me. Because what Chikwesi does from the right... Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I agree he, with that. He, he makes that run across the back four and in. And if you haven't got somebody quick enough to go with him, you're going to be in tr we're going to be in trouble. Okay. And obviously, because so, David Luiz has been out for a while um, and he doesn't, like to play, he doesn't like to play Murray and um, Gabriel together, it feels like it will be holding and Gabriel. Uh, PG, do you agree with that? Yeah. That would be my back five, but with okay. Leno, yeah. At left back, we may have differing opinions here. Uh, I'm going to kick this off. I, I would play Saka at left back for this away leg because of Jaquazi, Kev, because of what that threat is on that side and because of who I would like to see playing ahead of him on that left side as well. So for this particular game... I think Saka can do, can do as much damage for the team going forward from that side as he can playing on the right side up front. What are your thoughts? Uh, listen, I think wherever Saka plays, he can he can hurt the opposition. Left back is he'll have his hands full. Let me tell you, which is yeah. crazy, um, but. He can do it. He's played. He's played there for England, so we know he, he's a he's a he's a fine player. Even at fullback, he's a fine player. For me, I want him higher up the pitch. But I understand what you're saying, uh, Sophie. I do understand what you're saying. But um, for me, I want him higher up the pitch because his speed, his guile, his craft could really hurt them. Yeah. I and 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 the other thing too, Kev is. More so for the away leg, where I feel like we need to steal those goals, mm -hmm. you know, because our home form's been really poor. I just think pace-wise, I trust Saka more than Cedric in this instant. Um, and if if there's, you know, we can always switch gears. He can always push Saka up um, in the second half, you know, bring Cedric on. If Chambers isn't having a good game, there's some options there. Uh, I think on, at the left back uh, position, Amanda. Yeah, but we could always playing? move him back. We could always it, move him back, and so that, go -go. that works as way. Yeah. That works yeah. its its way yeah. too. Yeah. Um, what uh, What do you say, PG? Who are you playing at left back? Cedric. Okay. Definitely right. party with Jacko. Okay, mm -hmm. so in the midfield, we're all in agreement. It's party and Jacko, correct? Yep. Definitely. All right. So, Kev, how do you see that uh, lineup in front of party and Jacko? I mean. You've got to I play see, Udegaard, right? I see Udegaard. I see Saka on the right, Pepe on the left. And if he's if he's fit, Lacazette will play as number nine. If I agree. I agree. As much as I'd love that, and that would be fantastic, but how can he be match fit? He's not how long's he been out? A couple of weeks, two, that's three it. weeks. Yeah, that's it. 
But this this game is that important. Sometimes you have to take a risk. Yeah, yeah, I know. And there's not much left after the. I get that. But are you playing ES? You're playing ESR though, right, Kev? And uh, in, no, in, no, I'm not. No, he's playing Odegaard. No, I'm not. Odegaard plays. So you're not going to put ESR can come on. Okay. Um, PG, how does your lineup look at, at the front? Well, that would be my lineup. Fun enough. But I'm not sure about playing Lacquer tomorrow night, which causes a problem because then it does come down to Eddie or Pepe out from yeah, or, I like or Pepe. Martinelli. But the only thing about those three players is with Lacazette's link up, we mm. are a much better team. Oh god, yeah, that's a good team if he plays. Right now, if we play either one of them, now I'm not saying they're bad players; they're good players. But we won't be the same. What I would do is I'd go ESR. I know people don't like ESR on the left, right? Because I've got Saka playing left back. So I would I would play ESR, Udegaard, Pepe, and I would throw Martinelli up front. And and because Lacquer's hammy's up, we don't know how Ober's recovering from malaria. Uh, I think Udegaard's come back, you know, again from injury. He can come on and be a game changer. I would honestly, for me up front, I would I would throw in Balogun or I would throw in Martinelli and more so Martinelli. And I think ESR and Udegaard can interchange. I think Pepe can interchange because he can he can switch flanks as well. Kev, I just think it would confuse Villarreal as well, and I I think it will be tough for them to pick up markers and know who they're dealing with if we kind of dazzle them the same way we did Leicester. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, if Lacquer's not fit, Martinelli up front, not Balogun, not 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 for tomorrow night. I'd like to see him in the league to start, but I wouldn't put him in tomorrow night. Yeah, no, Anik, I'm ha I've got Saka playing left back. Kev, what do you think about that formation? Is it too risky? If I've got ESR, I've got I've got um, Pepe on the other side. Um, I've got Martinelli playing up front. No, it's, it's not too risky. It's, you've got to take a risk sometimes, especially if your main guys aren't fit. Mm -hmm. You've got to take. You've got to take a chance. And yeah. Martin, we've seen Martinelli do okay up front and look pretty sharp. But you know, this is this is a, another level. So we'll see. You know, I'm sure Arteta will pick what he thinks is the right player at that number nine. I think is really important tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think Pepe should start tomorrow. I think this is the way of having a little bit more of dynamism in the team to get those away goals. Have Saka be able to break from that left side. Um, Pepe, I know people don't like that combo, but I just think because the left-back position is going to be so important tomorrow night, Kev, I think it's where we, the game could be won and lost, to be honest with you, um, which is why I'd put Saka there. Uh, because but I'd, I'd like a natural defender, see? Yeah. And Cedric's a natural defender. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't put Saka there. But, uh, but believe you me, from what I've seen, and maybe I'm not putting it across enough, mm -hmm. we, can, we can get at this back four, I'm telling you. But we need our, our speed, we need our movement, and, and we need our quality at the top end of the pitch. Pepe and Saka could be the match winners. I'm telling you now. What about Pepe, Saka and ESR though? Because they all go for it, don't they? Instead of Udegaard. Look, it's a nice Well, all I'm saying is... To all have. I'm, yeah, all I'm saying is 
Pepe and Saka are the speedsters. Smith Rowe's a quality player and he's a link man. But if he doesn't have a Lacazette to link with, that's maybe a little bit harder for him. Yeah. But I know with the speed that Pepe and Saka have, we could really hurt this team. I mean, really hurt them. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page with Demsek here in the sense Udegaard and ESR, I think, are interchangeable. Uh, Laka, I'm not sure if he's ready. Pepe, I would definitely start. All right, so let's hear it before we um, get to some other bits and bobs here because we're going to talk about this tomorrow night after the game, of course. How do you see this one I going? Has Demsek gone for free at the back there? Well, he's gone Chambers right, holding Mari. He's going uh, – oh, yeah, he's got Gabby. Yeah. So oh. is he playing him oh. left back or is he going free at the back? Because De- that might that might be another good move. Would you like to see us play three at the back against Villarreal? Kev? Yeah, because no. because <laughs> no, yeah, because you can press high up the pitch and they struggle. When you press them high, they struggle. Mm. What well, if really you've seen struggle. that, then don't we'll th- know. Don't you, think, night, don't you think that will really expose us on that? on that right side. Well, it depends. They've got to get through the press first. Why? Well, if we I, press, if we no, come out and press. No, no, we have to press. It's no point playing that system if you're not going to press. Yeah. So you're going to play, so you're, so you, a 3-5-2? So it, it could be 3-5-2, but you've got Gab, Gabrielle on the left-hand side to deal with Chiquese. Mm-hmm. So if he picks the ball up, he's not coming from just level. He's coming from deeper. Chukwesi mm-hmm. would be. Let's see, Daniel. Uh, where's Daniel? Because he's saying a three-four-three. Chambers, Mari, Gabriel, Cedric, Saka, then Party, Jaka, Pepe, Martinelli, and Laka. That's love. I like. I. I I'm not adverse to that. I'm not going to say no to that. You know, I still think Pepe, Martinelli, Laka. Only, you know, if you, Kev, do you? You're a player. Get Laka. us into the player head. Is he ready? Do you think he could yeah. be ready based on? Even How? if it's a slight twinge on the hamstring, is it only two weeks? Yeah, it's it's two. Well, listen, we don't. What we don't know is the extent of what what he done. He might just done a, a couple of fibers. Okay, yeah. fair enough. And yeah, he, we and, don't know, at, do we? At, at, no, we don't know. And they tested him in training, and he he might seem okay, but we know the game is different. But they might just say, "Lacker, give us an hour." They might say that, "Give us an hour." If you and can, we, yeah. We'll, we'll, and we'll really go for it for an hour. Or, and or the reverse side to that too is we, if there's nothing happening or we're in trouble, you'll come. Be prepared to come on for the last come on twenty-five for the last minutes. Half yeah, hour, yeah, twenty-five. Half hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. All right. So you guys, we've got options. I would like to see us go for it a little bit. I'd love Pepe and Martinelli to start tomorrow. Um, uh, PG, what does your crystal football say? Well. We're so shite at the moment that it would be so Arsenal not to do it. Not away from home in the Europa League. We're not. Yeah, well, I just generally think at the moment I, there's just no confidence. Um, I don't know. I haven't thought about a prediction at the moment. I haven't well, thought. Well, you've got to um, give one. <laughs> I'm being bossed around. 2-1 Arsenal. Come yeah. on, PG. 2-1 Arsenal. I was thinking that, but then I was thinking, all right, I'll, I'll go for two one Arsenal because that was in my head. It, that wouldn't be the, that would be quite a good result for us against Villarreal. Two away goals would take that. I, I tell see, you. Oh, yeah, 
I think I may have said 2-2 earlier this week, but I might go for a 3-2 to the Arsenal. I think we're going to get three away goals tomorrow night. We're really good away from home. And listen, guys, here's the key to everything here. Do not confuse the Arsenal Premier League team with the Arsenal Cup team because they're completely different. They're like Jekyll and Hyde. They're night different and day. personalities, yep. They're chalk and cheese, you know? Um, and for some, they may even be Marmite. But trust me, I read you the stats at the beginning of the show. We're a much better team away from home, especially in this competition. So I think we could win 3-2 tomorrow night. Um, I think you're right. I think we could win. Three I away think, goals. That would I be think, phenomenal, wouldn't it? I think there's goals there. I definitely think there's goals there. I think we can beat them 2-1. But do you know what? 2-1 or even 2-2 ain't a bad result. Tell you. Yeah, no. I, 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 I think we'll win, but even 2-2 is not a bad result. I think we need to come away from that away leg with a one up. We have to because we're woeful at home. Our home our home record has just never been worse. Right. Those are the predictions. Those are our predicted lineups. We're going to keep it short and sweet tonight. Uh, PG, you spent some time with the team yesterday or someone? Like, what did yes. you do? I um, won a little competition to have a little Q&A with some players. Not only me on my own. <laughs> another, another winner. <laughs> From the hybrid squad. I, I don't know if I won or just uh, everyone who entered it got through. I don't know. It was like a webinar and the two players that came out were Chambers and Holding and there was a guy that who was, you know, hosting it and we had to ask questions and stuff like that and they answered some questions. But generally, you could see how, how happy they were so laid back. I think they're both northern by their accents as well and the way they were talking, they were, they were just having a laugh. And... They were like, you know, who's the funniest in the changing rooms? It was definitely Lacquer and Uber. Um, then we had to vote on the best goals and what it all meant. And it was really interesting listening to their, their points of views of goals this season and, you know, games they've played in and, and everything. And then they got to Chambers and he was talking about someone asked him, this is what they said. They said, Oi, Chambers, as comes you've turned into Cafu. What's happened? <laughs> right? I had to write it down because it was a funny quote. He, and he answered, he said, It's my new knee. He said, I'm reborn. He said, Hilarious. He, he said, He's enjoying the way we play. The manager has been very, very good with him, loving the tactics. These are his words and loving everything about working under Mikhail Arteta. He, he is teaching me everything. And I thought that was so nice to hear. Because it it just shows that, you know, when people go, he's lost the dressing room. Unless you talk, I mean, the players aren't going to say anything on, a, on an Arsenal webinar, of course, but but then they don't have to praise him like that, oh. you know. They looked um, they looked pretty laid back. They just got back from training them too, and they were just telling them some stories and things. And I just really love that quote. And I think people are really recognising how well Chambers is doing. And he's enjoying it as well. PG, what was their demeanour like? Well, they were in separate rooms and they were laid back and, oh, there was no tension. There was smiling, nothing. They're smiling Absolutely and everything. Absolutely, taking the mickey out of each other. And, you know, there was, a, there was um, a who plays best together holding in this. And it was just fun. It was a nice thing to, oh, to listen good. to, to watch. Um, and it was very much like... Uh, it was, it was just nice to see that the team spirit and they were saying in the in the dressing room and they were taking the mickey out of Pepe. It was brilliant. They were saying things like, Pepe's just in a world of his own. He just doesn't care. He does what he wants. And he's not talking about on the pitch. He's talking about generally in life. He said he's great. He's great fun. 
Um, but he he's quite different and he's funny. And I was yeah. like, oh, so we were like listening to all character. He's got a little bit of a character. That, I think That's yeah, true. like a like a different character to what they're yeah. used to. Um, and they really liked him. I mean, you can tell by his little sideburns and stuff, Pepe. And he's a he's, he reminds me of Bellerin, where Bellerin just doesn't care about following the trend, does he? Bellerin wears what he wants, says what he wants, builds dreams for whatever he does, you know. And I agree with Lone Star. God damn, if Chambers is the standard at this football club, then we're all in trouble. Bless them for having a lovely it, little moment. Bless it, their cotton socks for being so sweet. You can't say it's not improving. It's not about improving. It's about what I know since he's been at the club and he's not the answer to get us back to where we need to be in the Premier League. He is not. Let's not be all. romantic about Chambers and his little haircut and sideburns. Actually, that was Pepe like with the him. sideburns, right? I'm, I'm really pleased for him that he's doing well. I mean, we need it because it don't look like we're buying any players unless we get the old uh, new well, we owner do, in. Well, we can't do that until the summer, so don't <laughs> yeah. worry. No, I know. Exactly. Sorry, I just chambered out. I'm chambered out, El Nenied out. You know, all these guys. Is Jenkinson out? He's gone, right? Officially somewhere? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just kidding. Um, okay, so... Jeez. <laughs> oh, Poor Jenkinson. He's gone years ago when he's like still getting roped. I know. <laughs> Reminds me of Stepanovs. Okay, oh. so I wanted to get your guys' take on... Uh, Mikel Arteta coming out and defending Kroenke and then also getting your um, feedback on the Spotify founder, co-founder who went on CNBC tonight saying he's got the money and he's mounting a proper challenge. Yeah. Um, Super Kev, I'll start with you. Mikel Arteta defending Kroenke. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I just want to read something here. That he says, our fans ra raised their voices during the match against Everton, but now we have a very clear statement from the owners. So I think that is gone when they say what they said last night and show the commitment and desire to take the team where we all want. I think it's very clear where we are moving forward. Arteta also continued to praise the commitment of the Cronkies, claiming that they are excited to be part of the Arsenal. Um, what are your thoughts, Kev? Well, one, is his bosses. He's not going to really go against his bosses, that's for sure. Two, they're the ones who got him in. Obviously, the, the, the plan is his plan. So why would he go against them when really they've said what you want to do, we'll back it whatever you want to do. And he's, he's, he's started by changing the culture. He started by getting players out. We've said it. Yeah, we have we have regressed in the league terribly, which you know none of us are, are are happy about. But we are still in the semi-final of the Europa League, and we still have a chance. So, I just think, as as a manager, you don't want upset, and you know he's trying to get everybody on side, which ain't gonna happen. But even as a manager, you don't want too much distractions before. You know the next two 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 um, games in the semi final, I suppose. Okay, so PG, all the protests, the fans, the passion we saw outside the Emirates a couple of weeks ago, everyone standing on that Arsenal sword, and the manager that you love dearly comes out in support of the owners you hate vehemently. Where do you stand on this? I'm just gonna get lambasted for what I say. Listen. He, what do you expect him to do? 
He cannot come out. You don't know his true feelings. He may have a good relationship. He did say he would like Kroenke to connect with the fans. He did say he would like to speak to the fans. I mean, he understands, but you, you're putting him in a position where he's trying to run um, his team to get through to a semi-final and you've got a protest going on outside. What do you want him to do? He probably totally understands what we're all saying, but it's his boss. You can't expect him to come out and say, I don't want to work for him. Let's get the other, let's get Spotify in or whatever it was. You can't do that. I mean, to be honest, it's absolutely madness that anyone would ask him that. What do you expect him to do? Go, actually, I'm in agreement with the fans. Well, no, he could maybe just say something a little bit different, a little bit like the way Pep handled it. And instead of saying, look, I can see, instead of trying to sell everyone with the PR spin, on taking the team where we all want. Leave that shit out, Mikel. Don't say that because someone in corporates told you to say that. Stick with the fans have raised their voices during Everton. We've heard it. It's a clear statement from the owners. We move on. We've got a semi-final tomorrow. Don't get stuck in this. I know where they want to go. I know what they want to build. I know what they want to do. Because I'm sorry, it's hypocritical of but fans to now come out. No, well, let me finish. It's hypocritical after you stood and protested the fans who did to come out when he defends the owners that the fans are protesting against. I mean, it's, it's, it's just like corporate bullshit of the highest order. He should just keep it simple, vanilla. Don't go into the, I know what they want to do. I know how they want to build. Just leave that part out. I'm not saying what he did or didn't do is wrong or right. Just leave that bullshit part out. But do you not think that he actually might feel that? We don't work with the Cronkies. Uh, Crankies, I was going to go on the Cronkies. We don't actually know what's going on. We only see the Crankies. We actually only see what we, we're told and read. He works with them. Maybe Amanda, got, Amanda, no, 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 hold on. No. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. You're missing you my point. Let me no, reiterate it. The he point can is, say that and support his boss. Just don't try and sell the fans. And we've may, talked and we maybe, know. Sophie's it's just not trying the time, Amanda. to calm the situation. He's trying to get his team through to a final of the Europa League. So maybe he's just trying to calm the situation. Maybe he doesn't want protests every home game. Maybe he doesn't want that at the moment. Maybe he's just trying How to calm the situation. Calm well, the situation? What's to calm? Like, how, how are you going to calm a movement? Fans are being vocal. Because he's trying to explain that, you know, the Cronkies do want to... Do you want to build? That's Maybe not what fans want to hear right now. That's my point. But, Don't say but that. He's part. the manager of a yeah, football but team. He's the manager, he's, so he's not. He's not a fan. He, he's not. He's an adult. In oh an Arteta could stab someone in the eye, and you would still no. say, "You know what? I see his perspective." What? If he would have come out and slagged off the Cronkies, I would have gone mad. I would have. I would have gone mad. I'd have been very, very. No, you wouldn't. You would have loved it. No, no, I wasn't. Have not yeah, now. Not at the moment. Mm. If we, if we no, win the, the final, opposite and... of what you're saying is true. He shouldn't no. be backing them publicly about building a team, and he knows where they want to go. Well, he should. Right he's trying now. to keep the level down. Don't you understand? No, he's, that... it's so it's such corporate bullshit when the oh, guy uh, from Spotify is talking on CNBC. So, such nonsense. So, PG, can I, can I just interject a little bit? Maybe, maybe, just maybe. Remember, he's been put in there for a reason, and he's probably told them, "This is what I want to do. I've got to sort the dressing room out, and, and then we've got to get rid of these players, and then I've got to get in the summer and get the players." And maybe they've said, "Right, yeah, we're behind you on that." So maybe he's just talking about it from his point of view. He's not, not trying time. to. 
No, fair enough. You think it's not the time. But what I'm saying is, I don't think he's trying to sell the fans. I think he's just trying to say his point of view because he can only speak for himself. He can't I'm speak telling the... you that most Arsenal fans were probably disappointed that he came out so yeah, vehemently but... yeah, to defend gonna them be. tonight and talk about a plan. Yeah, you know, but they're going to be. No, but my point is, very simply, just don't say that part. Say something to calm the base. But do not try and sell the fans right now on a vision the Cronkies have. It's the I wrong time. I don't think he's doing that. I think yes, he's he just did. trying to calm the situation. All right. That's what I think. Instead of him sitting there fueling the fire when we got a semi-final. It's not I about think... fueling the fire. You're talking complete opposite of what I'm saying. It's actually him calming things down. He's fueled the fire of the I don't fans. Feel angry by and it. people like me, that's because you love Arteta and you defend no, him all the I don't time. feel angry about it. I'm actually like, I take no notice of what he says because but maybe you hate the cronkies. So, so all week you've been tweeting and you've been going at the cronkies and they've got to get out my club and this, and then you're tweeting about the Spotify guy saying, oh my gosh, you know, this is good news and whatever. And then Arteta comes out and defends the cronkies and you defend Arteta. Because he's, a, he's an employee, of, I'm not defending what he's saying. I don't agree. I do want him out. I've said it for years, and I would love this Spotify. I watched that interview. It's fantastic. Whether it's all talk or not, I don't know. It's a very bizarre way he's gone about it on social media. But if that's the new way of doing business, I don't care. I think he's, he's he is saying all the right things. That's not fair to say that to me, so if you know I want them out, but I'm just no, I'm, no, I'm no, talking about not... an employee of a club. Can I ask you, if 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 I was on that Q&A yesterday, do you think Chambers or Holding would have said anything different? Of course they're not going to. They can't go against their employer That's live. Not... You don't know what they say privately. But, but players come out all the time and are honest. You know, um, I haven't they, seen uh, one player did an say they recently. Gundogan did uh, an interview recently. James Madison came out and was what, praised for want... an honest interview that they did recently. You're talking about honesty in interviews and stuff like that. I'm not. You. I never talked about players coming out and being against Cronky. Um, that's that's. You're adding something now that isn't even part of the discussion or the conversation. So now, so now the we're having is... a go at Arteta for defending his employer and not defending, but saying, "I know they want to build." No, you're missing the point. He. Can can defend his employer. Just do not try and sell the fans on a vision that the Cronkies have right now. It's bullshit corporate nonsense. That's where you lose me. I respect that you want to say something positive about your employer, but I do not respect you saying we've sat down, we know what we want to do, the team, and this nonsense. Nobody wants to hear that right now. Nobody. Yeah, but, but, but whether you want to hear it or not, that might be the truth. Yeah. He might actually... Because, he might because, they showed no, their, their, their commitment, no, so, their desire, so, where, or we so, want to go moving forward. So, Such hold nonsense. On. Okay, we're so, not going to agree on this. No, no, no. So I, I just want to say this. We have agreed on here that we do need to strengthen in the summer. Have we agreed that, yes or no? Of yeah. course. So that is what he's saying. That's in your opinion, not mine. Okay, but if he's saying we know what the plan is, we know what we're going to do moving forward, to me, that says we're going to strengthen. Like we do, and they say, every season. But I we mean, have. We, okay, we have my, strengthened in last summer. My point, again, just to close the subject, on my behalf, if you guys want to make a final comment, 
I do not have an issue with him defending his employer. I've said that until I'm blue in the face. I have an issue with him trying to sell us on a cronky dream. That's bollocks. Does anyone else have anything to say on this subject? Well, I don't know what mm. the dream. I don't know what the dream is because it's basic. What he said is basic. To yeah, me. I don't think it's quite as dramatic mm. as you're saying. I think he's. I think you're defending a team. He's defending a team is a bit different. They are and fully excited and committed to this project and they really want to push everybody to do what we want to do. I said from the beginning what my perception was, everything that I sense, all the communication that I have with the Cronkies. The reality is that we have owners who are really committed. They want a successful team on the pitch. Yeah. Shall I go on? No, but that, what does that tell you? They want a successful I team on the pitch. Of course they do. That's why they have to strengthen. Oh, now, now we're saying the Cronkies want this and want that. The, the the hypocrisy is unbelievable. Unreal. Sophie, what are you talking about? We've agreed that we're going to have to strengthen. No, so that's not, that's not the, the, that is not the point. I just read a quote to you where he yeah. talks. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're not going to agree on it. So let's just agree to disagree. Okay. Because clearly he's saying there, does it, does anyone really want to hear that from the manager right now? I don't I mean, care. <laughs> to be honest because it suits you no it no suits you no yeah. because i'm more interested in um the lineup for tomorrow night and what we do and stuff and well, we've already this... talked about that so yeah but, but yeah but but that's what i'm interested in so i don't care what you but you've been to interested be in the cronkies and everything over the last week so now you're only Look, interested in tomorrow we, we so I when don't... it's arteta that we question you're not interested but we're not questioning him you are oh, yeah. i'm not questioning him yeah, I'm not. So for me, his words are meaningless. Let him. Maybe he believes that. Maybe he has got that relationship. Are you with seriously wanting to hear that the manager that you've loved all season, <laughs> and since the FA Cup, you are happy with hearing him say those words about the? Oh did he have God. to say that? No, some PR person told him to say that. That's my point. It's he was unnecessary. He could have some Jones and say, you know what? I'll just keep it to the football tomorrow night. But maybe he believed that because he wanted to bring party in and he brought party in. So maybe that he believes that they have got a vision. I'm I'm sure there are um I'm sure there are many people that are gonna disagree with me, but I, I so you believe what you believe. Hey Marlon, when you say that we're unbelievable, do you mean like we're just so unbelievable? That kind of unbelievable or unbelievable? Oh my god, you guys are like crazy. Which one? <laughs> you can't say you lot are unbelievable because we're all dis well, we're disagreeing. But, um, I, you know, I, I'm looking at EFTV media saying, be sensible, he wants Cronky in. You don't know what he wants. Believe me, television is all a dream, all a, what's it called? Can't think of the word. Oh my Illusion. Gosh. Okay. And, and I just believe that I don't, I, I, I will be more pissed off if he picks the wrong team tomorrow night, doesn't bring the subs on when he should, that's what I'll get pissed off about. Oh, yeah? Of course. So you're not getting pissed off about the fact that he's backed the owners that everyone has just called vermin for the last two weeks. Unbelievable. Listen, okay. I, I, Sophie, can I just say this? <laughs> you can well, say whatever you want, Casey. No, I, I think this is really important. And look, we all say, you know, we want them out and all that kind of thing. We, we, we know that. But at the end of the day, they still own the football club. Yeah, and I don't think they're going anywhere, unfortunately, which they're is not a nightmare. We all know that. I mean, that's no, just nonsense that no, they're going anywhere. No, yeah. So, so therefore, the, the the manager at the moment is has to work with them. 
I, I find it unbelievable that people think I want cronkayin. <laughs> Just is hilarious. I am laughing. You've made me laugh. I've had a very long day today at work and you've made me laugh. By, well, by me supporting a manager, an employee of a club that's got to just say these things. I know what you're saying. You don't want him to over-accentuate. He's got a vision. He's got this. All. He's got that. That's but maybe all. in his eyes, he's just trying to calm the situation down during the biggest week of their lives. Yeah, so Of his, of his managerial of his, life. You I know what? You. It, listen, he could. Mm. He could be gone. And maybe he's trying to to deal with that situation. Maybe he knows with Cronky he won't get fired either. I mean, you know, because he's... Oh, we will, so If he starts to go down the league even further and loses the... I can't see... I can't see him surviving, to be honest. Not much longer into September, October, November. Well, I mean, hopefully not if we're in the same position. You know what I mean? Hopefully not. All right. What else do you guys have before we close the show this evening? What What do you want to say on the eve of this huge game that we have tomorrow night against Unaya Emery, the former boss of the Arsenal Football Club? What say you before we leave? We've got to win. Simple as that. We've got to go out with the right attitude and go for them on Brock the Neck. Brock the Neck. Because we can beat them out there. I'm telling you, we can beat them. If we turn up, all guns blazing, no pun intended, and we go for it and we press higher and we've got discipline and we use our brains, then I'll be happy. But I'll be even happier if we get one, two, three away goals. We have to score. We have to score. I'm telling you now, we have to score. Of course we do. When, you know, sometimes you look at it as a nil-nil and you go, no, one all's better. You know what? Possibly even losing 2-1. We need to get the goal and we need to keep the game in sight. Remember, by the end of tomorrow night, it's only half time. This is the biggest match. what the scoreline is, to be honest well, with you. Well, it doesn't matter because you know how ridiculous <laughs> Arsenal are. You, you just can never call it. As I said, I gave you the stats away from home. I do not fear tomorrow night's game. I fear the game coming back to us here we go say your prayers tonight people if you're going to send blessings send them to Mikel Arteta and the boys because at the end of the day we all love Arsenal Football Club and what do we want we want silverware we want another European trophy we want a parade that's what we want a parade a parade, a parade. we haven't mentioned the fact that that lot down the road are not going to have a parade Again. We don't care about them. Right. Out of sight, but, but, out of mind. But let's be honest. If you ain't that lot down the road, make sure you hit the like button. Exactly. Don't forget exactly. it. And whether you want um, Arteta in or out, press the like button. At the end oh. of the day, tomorrow night, we are <laughs> all, all Arsenal. I mean, seriously, if anyone's rooting against the team or Arteta, shame I've on seen you. It. Go I've support seen it. another club. That's just I've a disgrace. I saw a, a tweet saying, I want to lose tomorrow night so they kick him out. That's not an Arsenal fan. That's just disgusting. We're not, we're not on board with any of that garbage. Here's to the lads. We'll be back after the game tomorrow night, hopefully victorious. Hopefully, Unai Emery will be crying some tears. And as PG says, it'll only be half time. But by God, do we need some away goals. At least we do. All right. Until tomorrow night, Kev, what's your last message? Just win. I don't care about <laughs> all this all this chat. Just win. PG? End the show. We win. We get some goals. And it will always be Arsenal. Always Arsenal. Come on, you Reds. Get in.